Well, good morning. It is Wednesday, June the 21st, in the year of our Lord, 2023. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Let's begin today with a prayer of consecration. Wake up, sleepers, and rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Jesus, I belong to you. I lift up my heart to you. I set my mind on you. I fix my eyes on you. And I offer my body as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to you. Yes, Jesus, we belong to you. And we're praying in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today's entry is entitled, Everyone Who Calls on the Name of the Lord Will Be Saved. And our text is Romans chapter 10, verses 10 to 13. Hear now the word of the Lord. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. As Scripture says, anyone who believes in him will never be put to shame. For there is no difference between Jew and Gentile. The same Lord, is Lord of all and richly blesses all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. It's the word of the Lord. Now consider this. Let's remember what Paul is up to in these three chapters, 9, 10, and 11, if not the whole letter. Okay, if not all his letters, Paul is doing what he has always been doing. He is doing what he was doing before Jesus came along. Paul is trying to bring Scripture to its fulfillment through building up the ancient people of God into a nation favored and blessed by God, through whom the whole world would be blessed. Paul is trying to spread scriptural holiness across the land so that the glory of God could be known in the world as the waters cover the seas. In other words, Paul is trying to save the world. But he's not trying to do it through the government or some sort of globalizing movement. That was what Rome was up to, also known as the Pax Romana, or the Peace of Rome. It was decidedly a peace-through-strength approach with Caesar as Lord and King. You see, in those days, as in these, to say Jesus is Lord was not to express a warm and fuzzy, pious spiritual sentiment. It was a seditious political declaration. Understand, though, the point was not to overthrow the government and take down Rome. The point was to sow the seeds of the gospel into tiny communities of people who would become seedbeds of great awakening, demonstration plots of the kingdom of heaven 
on earth. Now, Paul's method has dramatically changed since he met Jesus. He's now working to build up the very communities he was working to destroy before. He is trying to encourage the tiny community of Christians, also known as the church Jesus is building in Rome. Remember, we're talking about a hundred people or so in a city of a million. Let's remember something here, though. This is the long game. Paul is not building his churches to somehow stand against the gates of Rome. Jesus is building his church to withstand the gates of hell. Remember this day with Jesus at Caesarea Philippi? But what about you, he asked, who do you say I am? Simon Peter answered, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. Jesus replied, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this was not revealed to you by flesh and blood, but by my Father in heaven. And I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. It's why Paul says this, for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. So how do you save the world? Same way you eat an elephant, one bite at a time. Paul's first and major challenge here in Rome is that of uniting the Jews and the Gentiles into one big happy family under the lordship of Jesus Christ. The Jews seem to remain intractably stuck in a centuries-old ditch known as works-based righteousness. Paul is trying to bring them into the gospel of Jesus, which is faith-based righteousness. It is not a righteousness one earns as right, but receives as gift. This is very difficult for self-sufficient and control-oriented people, then and now, Jewish and otherwise. For there is no difference between Jew and Gentile. The same Lord is Lord of all and richly blesses all who call on him. Paul is bringing all the people to the foot of the cross where the ground is level at the feet of Jesus, where everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. The prayer. Abba, Father, thank you for the simple gospel who is your Son, Jesus, our Messiah. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. This means no one is left out or excluded. Holy Spirit, would you impress on us the meaning of everyone? Would you teach me again what it means to call on the name of the Lord? 
I want this to become my way of life. Calling on the name of the Lord. Praying in Jesus' name. Amen. The question, are you growing in your basic understanding of what this letter is all about? Have you been guilty of ignoring the bigger story and just trying to glean some tidbits out for yourself? You know, just trying to get something relevant for your life. Are you seeing how the bigger story matters? And the hymn. Today, we're going to sing a hymn that certainly will be familiar to you. I don't think we've sung it here just yet, but it's called Rock of Ages. We'll sing four verses. I I know it's in our hymnal. I don't have it handy, so I'm just going off the internet. And uh, you'll have to look in the first line index in the back to find the page number. Rock of Ages cleft for me. You can start looking now. Um, I'll wait, but we're going to sing all the four verses with feeling. Rock of ages cleft for me, let me hide myself in thee. Let the water and the blood from thy wounded side which flowed be of sin the double cure, save from wrath and make me pure. Not the labors of my hands can fulfill thy law's demands. Could my zeal no respite know? Could my tears forever flow? All for sin could not atone. Thou must save, and thou alone. Nothing in my hand I bring, Simply to the cross I cling. Naked come to thee for dress, Helpless look to thee for grace. Foul I to the mountain fly, Wash me, Savior, or I die. While I draw this fleeting breath, when mine eyes shall close in death, when I soar to worlds unknown, see thee on thy judgment throne, rock of ages cleft for me, let me hide myself in thee. Wow, that is quite a hymn, and it's interesting. I had another song in mind for today, but the Lord brought that one to my mind, and I thought, let's sing that. You heard all the under and overtones of Romans in there, I know. Well, that's a wrap for today. It's Wednesday, and I'm just going to send you straight on the field. Hey, but before I do that, let me just say this. I want to say a word of of gratitude to Holly Jones and Andrew Dragos. This is a couple from our team, a couple of our team members from the farm team, 
who work every day to help bring the wake-up call to the world. Holly is our director of production. She oversees and manages all the editorial processes and bookmaking processes. And so this is like an extra job for her. She proofreads this, which probably isn't fun. And she gets it all ready for for sending out. And then Andrew Dragos. Andrew is our, I call him our Romanian uh, Pentecostal man of God. Uh, he's he's married to Lee. They've got three little boys. And uh, Andrew's our director of resource development at Seedbed. He oversees all of our publishing agenda, the books we publish, uh, resources we make, acquisitions. He's relating to authors all the time. And certainly this is an extra job for him. He does the first sort of... Uh, what you might call editorial proof of what I write and often sends me back some comments on all the mistakes I've made. And then I I fight him on them all uh, back and forth. And then it goes to Holly from Andrew. But uh, the Andrew also receives this recording that I send him and gets it put into the whole system, edited together, and sent out. There's a lot to this, and um, I just wanted to make a public thank you. I do not thank them enough, and I regret that. I'm going to try to repent from it starting today. But bless these two. Encourage them. This wouldn't be happening without them. So uh, that's a wrap for today. I'll see you out there on the field. For The Awakening, I'm J.D. Walt. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend. Leave us a rating and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.